Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dear Diary. Wow, my oh my, it has been a while, a little over two weeks, I think. I knew when I started this podcast, at least at the beginning, that the episodes wouldn't be released consistently. So this is no surprise to me. That's why I never said anything definitive like new episodes on Sunday because it's the end of my first year at college and final season is kicking my ass. It's weird because some days I feel so, so good and on top of everything. And then other days I'm just in a complete slump and don't feel like starting to study until after dinner. But I suppose that's life. I think one of the best pieces of advice I heard was don't rely on motivation because motivation isn't consistent. It comes and goes. Instead, develop self-discipline because once you've worked this muscle, discipline is something you can rely on. Unfortunately, because of the world we live in, we do sometimes have to do things even when we don't want to do them. But hearkening back to my toxic productivity episode, everything in moderation there's a balance another reason i decided to postpone this episode is because the podcast instagram was locked for almost a month instagram for some reason didn't think it was a legitimate account and then i wasn't getting the confirmation code because my phone had blocked instagram's number for reasons unbeknownst to me but i was finally able to get that all sorted out so feel free to pop feel free to follow the podcast's Instagram at mydeardiarypod. We literally have zero followers over there, and I actually haven't made a post yet, but you'll see the post when I finally do make one, so win-win, I think. Final thing before we get into the meat of the episode, I'm able to see podcast statistics through Spotify and see how many people listen to each episode, how many people follow the podcast, And I just want to say thank you. Don't get me wrong, it's a small number of people, but knowing that there are individuals out there actually listening to these episodes and liking them enough to follow, I have no words. Thank you. I love you. It means the world to me. Okay, so this episode is about finding your purpose. It's also about not having a purpose and how both of those things are okay. Maybe your purpose is just to live day-to-day life like a character from Sims. But as long as you can romanticize different aspects and find the little things that make you happy, that's a-okay. Not everything is meant to have some grandiose meaning, you know? But I'm getting ahead of myself. This is also a bit of a two-in-one episode because I want to tackle falling into the trap of comparison and how to escape this trap. So let's turn to the journal entry that inspired this episode. December 25th, 2022. What makes you truly happy? For a long time, I've been scared the answer is nothing. But after some reflection, I've realized that it's the small things. Days spent with my mom, small outings or Netflix binge sessions with my friends, laughing till my stomach hurts with my brothers, trying new recipes. I may not have a flashy life, but I need to remember to cultivate experiences like this in my future. End of journal entry. I never said it explicitly in this journal entry, but I essentially 
didn't feel like I had an overwhelming sense of purpose. I couldn't figure out what the meaning of my life is. I don't know exactly what gave me this idea, but for a long time, I thought that if I didn't have a sense of purpose, my life was worthless. A lot of my friends feel callings to be athletes of some sort, or doctors, or engineers, lawyers, or to be a parent. I'm surrounded by very ambitious, hardworking people, but this was something I could never relate to. Not the (laughs) ambitious and hardworking part, but the calling to a certain profession or to a certain thing in life, like being a parent. The phrase, I don't dream of labor, was floating around the interwebs sometime last year, and although it reeks of privilege to actually consider simply not working, I feel like people of all backgrounds can resonate with that sentiment to some degree. Also, I'm not considering not working, by the way. It's just that a lot of YouTubers who were making videos about this phrase, I don't dream of labor, simply up and quit their jobs. So I felt compelled to mention the differences that allow them to do that. Even as a kid, I never wanted to be a firefighter or a teacher or even a princess. I was literally just moving through life. And of course, as a seven-year-old kid, this greater purpose didn't concern me. You know, I was happy living my quotidian lifestyle. The most important thing to me at the time was convincing my dad to buy Oreos at the store. But now, as I get closer to entering the quote-unquote real world, and as the decisions I make hold more and more weight and make more of an impact on my long-term future because I'm actually an adult now, I've gotten a bit concerned. I told myself, okay, although you can always change what you want to do in life, it is time to buckle down and begin to figure out the realm at least in which you want to work. What really helped me was realizing that my purpose or what the bulk of my days might be spent doing, what drives me, might not be a typical nine to five. This past year, As I've started getting an income, I've been really interested in personal finances and I've started looking into the FIRE movement. FIRE stands for Financial Independence, Retire Early, and I definitely plan to do a whole episode on finances for my young adult listeners, although it's pretty beneficial for people of any age. But yes, Financial Independence, Retire Early, because this is what I want to do. The desire I have for my future literally hit me out of nowhere and it's what motivates me from day to day now out of the blue i realized that i wanted to help others which is putting it broadly to be specific i want to have enough money invested so that i'm able to quit my traditional job within the tech industry at 35 and then work for a nonprofit or a smaller organization of some sort that helps immigrants get the necessary paperwork and avoid exploitation and really find their footing in the country. I also want to help people who can't afford to travel for abortions get the medical care necessary because I want to live in sunny Texas when I'm older. So those are two issues within the state that I hold near and dear to my heart. Also, literally out of nowhere, I realized I want to do respite foster care. I don't want children of my own, and with regular foster care, you don't know 
how long you'll be caring for a child. It could be five days, it could be five years, but I'd love to make an impact on children's lives and give them memorable experiences to take with them. So respite foster care is much shorter with more defined time periods, but it still allows me to connect with impressionable youth. And that is something that I want to do. But again, I say all this to say that literally three months ago, I hadn't the faintest clue what I wanted my future to look like. I felt like I was just going to graduate college and get a job and work till I'm 65, take the traditional path, even though none of that excites me. But I was able to slowly develop different interests and figure out what lights a fire under me. It may be the same for you. You could feel a passion for something out of nowhere. There's so much of the world and so many career paths that we haven't explored. And honestly, with how quickly things are changing with AI, there are so many careers that don't even exist yet. On top of that, there are different untraditional paths that you may take and you'll eventually figure out what lights your fire and what your purpose is. But I don't want it to make it seem like a career of some sort has to be your purpose. For me, the nonprofit work I want to do later in life, I consider that to be more volunteer work and not my career by trade. That's not what I'm studying in school for. Maybe you won't love your job. Hopefully you won't hate it, but maybe you won't love your job. But still have the purpose of brightening the lives of friends and family. Maybe you make an incredible impact within your social circles. You have no idea what the future holds for you, so please don't let this feeling of not knowing what comes next scare you. We're honestly all pretty lost and just faking it till we make it. So learn as you go and take a moment to enjoy the small mundane things in your day-to-day life that bring you joy. And this kind of ties into the comparison trap because not only does it seem sometimes like everyone else knows what they're doing in life, but I think social media can cause us to also feel like we're never doing anything fun and everyone else is out living life more than us. Internally and subconsciously, I know Instagram is a highlight reel. I know nobody is going to post about their Saturday night spent inside on the couch, eating chips and their PJs while binging rom-coms. Even photo dumps are now carefully curated to make them look effortless and random, but of course they can't be too bland. Like, oh, I just chose some random photos from my phone, but look, my life is perfectly balanced between the mundane and exciting. I realized that while I may not have a flashy life, like I said in my journal, a lot of people, you know, wouldn't necessarily consider it to be Instagram worthy. I am happy. And that's not something that can be captured fully in a post on Instagram or a Snapchat story or, I don't know, a TikTok dance. One of the best decisions I made this year was deleting all of my social media. I simply didn't have the time to waste by getting stuck for hours on TikTok because of how demanding my schoolwork was becoming, and I noticed that social media wasn't adding anything to my life. Sometimes I didn't feel the best when I closed out of my social media apps, namely Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, 
because I was constantly seeing the best of everyone else's life, but mistakenly comparing it to my average day. And although I'd say I wasn't hugely negatively affected by these apps, I thought to myself, what would I lose by deleting these? And the answer is nothing. And I was right, the effects have only been positive. If I really want to, once every few days, I go on Instagram.com on my phone, but I only look at TikToks the rare times someone sends me one via iMessage. I literally have been out of the loop when it comes to TikTok trends and music that's really popular on that app for almost six months, but I don't regret a thing. And I doubt you will either if you decide to take the same steps. It's crazy how comparison works because even when someone has something that you don't yearn for, you still feel some type of way about it because you think that's what society tells you you're supposed to want. Well, screw society. For example, when I did have Instagram, I'd see posts of people's Friday and Saturday nights out partying, but I wasn't out partying. I'd feel weird about it because I didn't even want to party. I'm such a homebody, but I felt uncool because everyone says that parties are really what college is all about. So even though I know parties drain me, I was still impacted by these posts because of societal pressures. I really had to work hard to rid myself of these standards and not let other people's lives have so much power over me because we're simply all on different paths. Knowing that we're all on different paths is incredibly important. They say comparison is the thief of joy and this is absolutely the case, not just for things that are supposedly fun like parties, but also for internships and job offers or any other aspect of your life in which you might be comparing yourself to others. You don't know what advantages other people have that allow them to get where they are today. And this isn't to negate hard work, but a lot of times it boils down to privilege or luck. Who does the person know that put in a good word for them at the company? Maybe your recruiter had a fight with their partner right before reading over your application that morning. Not getting an opportunity says nothing about you. There have been so many moments in my life where I've been heartbroken about being denied or rejected for something, especially when some of my peers have been awarded that same opportunity, only for it to be a blessing in disguise because something much, much better was waiting for me around the corner, something that I wouldn't have gotten if the first thing worked out. So keep in mind, bigger, better, brighter things are in your future and your peers just happen to land this opportunity, but your time is coming soon. Comparing yourself and your journey to other people in their journeys only detracts from your happiness and well-being. And when the only healthy competition you have is with yourself, you'll begin to see improvements all throughout your life. Okay, that's all I have for today. I really missed podcasting. So I'll see you guys soon. Till next time. Bye.